Well, hey guys, and welcome back to the podcast. Slightly different setting here for this one because I literally want to teach straight from my flip chart to you. Um, and so that's what we're going to be doing here. And I'm going to be answering the question, was Jesus a capitalist or was Jesus a socialist or was he possibly something else? You know, this is a, a debate that has raged for the longest of time. <clears throat> you know, and our world today is so divided, um, you know, and we're always meant to pick sides in a debate. And we've got Christians on both sides with being very, very vocal about which way is the right way. And for me, as somebody who's been in business and a believer a long time and, and helped thousands of people build businesses, this has been, a, this has been something inside of my mind that, that I'm doing, that I'm active in, that I've been chewing over for a long time, trying to find actual good biblical wisdom around the answer. And that's what I want to share with you here today. You know, <clears throat> you know, was Jesus a capitalist? Well, you know, if you look at the parable of the mina, for example, you would say yes. You know, it's a story of, you know, work hard and diligence and reward and incentive and blessing, right? The people that actually did the work, they got, the, you know, they got more at the end and so forth. But then, but then we also hear, you know, Jesus say, whatever you do for the least of these, you do for me. And, and that maps to more of a socialist worldview. So reading scripture, you know, th there's definitely a case for both sides. But I want to explore it through the lenses of, was Jesus a capitalist? Was Jesus a socialist? Or was there something else? And I'm going to do it through this kind of model. All right, we'll get some boxes happening up here. All right, so what we're going to do, we're going to put, a, we're going to put profit uh, in here as our first box. Um, we're going to put personal uh, in here uh, at the bottom. We're going to put taxes up here. And then we're going to put assignment in this box. And let's make some sense of this. All right, so different worldviews. Let's take the capitalist worldview, which, by the way, has produced a lot of good stuff in this world. You know, if you, if you, if you drove on a road today, then, 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 then thank you, capitalism, right? If, you, um, you know, if, if, you're, if you're using technology and it's a private company, then, then, then well done, capitalism. Like, it, capitalism has produced some really good things, uh, but it's also produced a whole bunch of negative things. So if we take this concept of profit, right, you and I are in business, that's why it's the Kingdom Business Podcast, we, we make a profit, and if you've got a capitalist worldview, then you'll want to take the profit and make it personal. You want to extract as much revenue and profit as you can from your business for yourself, okay? And, um, you know, and, and that looks like um, constantly increasing. That looks like you know, the, the, the best cars, the best schools, the nicest houses, and things like that, all right? Now, um, there are some good sides to that, okay? It's nice to have nice things. But of course, extrapolate that out and you get a whole bunch of problems because now no one's getting looked after because all we're doing is looking after ourselves, all right? I'll, I'm gonna go around and, and speak more on these as we go. Okay, so then let's take a socialist worldview. A socialist worldview, you make a whole bunch of profit, but you have to give it away in taxes, okay? Now, taxes are not inherently bad. They're inherently good. It is great to be able to contribute to the commonwealth um, so that the government can, you know, look after some people, you know, like, um, and there are, there are some great things about, um, you know, contributing taxes to government, like 
It means that I don't have to run soup kitchens to feed the homeless because we have a government that can step in and take some of that burden. The downsides, of course, though, is that government swells and gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And, and, and then, of course, they demand more taxes because they're getting bigger and bigger and bigger. There's more mouths to feed. And then, of course, the, you know, the outcome of a bigger government is they start to separate church and state. Um, you know, God's voice, the, the kingdom, Christians, they get less and less and less important. Um, and, and it becomes such a beast that you get horrible ideologies come through universities and schools. Basically, 2022, right? So, and then, and then of course, you know, like it just feeds itself because the bigger it is, the more taxes, which means it gets bigger, which means more taxes. And, you know, I, I remember Margaret Thatcher, the, the prime minister of the UK when I'm growing up, she says, the problem with socialism is you run out of giving away other people's money. And that's essentially what happens here. You, they tax themselves uh, out of existence. Hey, sorry to butt in, but I need you to subscribe to the show. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe and hit the bell. If you're listening to the podcast, do me a favor, share, comment, like. See, I'm the one paying the bills around here. We don't have these fancy sponsors that roll in. It's me, I'm paying the bills. And in return, I would love it if you would help me. Subscribe, like, share. All right, let's get back to the show. All right, what if there's a third option? What if we could take profit and then just listen to the Lord about what he wants us as an individual to fund and fix and be part of. And we just took our profit and we got amongst our assignment and we started to just do exactly what the Lord wants us to do. What if that was the third option on the table today? Now, of course, it, weirdly enough, there are some tax incentives to doing this. Um, we're not trying to get out of taxes. We never want to do that. They're, they're good, but, but they, you, can, you can definitely be overtaxed. This, this here means that you do not have to be part of the world system. See, the world system is, you know, just be part of this model here. Just be, just, just take it all, right? And essentially what this model here is, this just fuels greed. More and more and more and me and me and me. And, 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 and the problem with that is you end up with this massive disparity of wealth where a few have all of it. The masses have none of it. And, you know, and, and all you end up with is a mutiny at the end. Um, and you'd read that all the way through scripture. Every time the elites, you know, basically, you know, took themselves like that, it ended up in war. So, that, so all this model does is, is fuel a whole bunch of greed. Okay. You know, if, if you take this one here, all this model does is fuel a massive government. Right. And we've already explained that that's just a bad idea. You know, you know, down here, it's like, if you want a scripture, scriptural picture for this, you'd look at Cain and Abel, right? You remember the story, it comes time for offerings. One brother brings the best fat portions. One brother brings a few veggies. And God says to the one that brings veggies, he says, sin's crouching at your door. You need to learn to rule over it. It wants to devour you, right? You know, we're talking Genesis 4, 1, 2, 3, around that, that period of time. <clears throat> and and what's and, and obviously he goes on to just burn with anger and, and then he ends up killing his brother and it gets really ugly because what was inside of him was self-interest, like just me. I don't care about God's offering. I'm just going to bring the worst. I'm going to bring the least so that I can have the most. That's the sin that was crouching at his door that God said you need to rule over. And that's what happens here. It's just all about me. It's all about me getting what I need. And you know, and, 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 and maybe, maybe for a Christian, it's still throwing some tithes off, some crumbs off in tithing. 
but everything else is me and mine and, and my kingdom and my worldview and my blessing and my favor, right? Ends up in a huge amount of problem. You know, but up here, we, we end up with a situation like Proverbs 29.2 says, when the righteous are in power, the city rejoices. So by implication, when the corrupt are in power, the city's not rejoicing, right? So, you know, what happens is with these governments, they become so big and so corrupt that no one's rejoicing. They're under oppression, all right? And so, you know, it just, it gets, it gets super ugly. But then this one here, what does this fuel? This fuels generosity. Because now it's not about you. It's about the kingdom. It's about his way. It's about his people. And, um, you know, what I love so much about this, this picture is how simple it is just to make this switch and not have to take teams and go and fight and left versus right and all those kind of things. You can just listen to the still small voice of God and take action on it. You know, if, if, we, if we put some other labels around it, right, you know, this one here, that, all that is, that's self-interest, right? And we know what that looks like. That's been the thing that God has been warring against since Adam and Eve. They had everything except one tree and it wasn't enough. They had everything and it wasn't enough and they needed that one last thing, all right? It's, you know, like, and, and you know, a few generations later, God says, I'm gonna flood the earth. I'm sick of contending with man. Noah, grab your family. You're the only righteous one we're gonna start again. And then five generations after Noah, we see Nimrod who starts this self-interest journey again. It's all about me. Builds like a, you know, like a socialist regime would be a modern term and he builds Babylon. You know, so if that, if that's the, if the thinking there is self-interest, then the thinking here is just to roll over, right? And start building an end times theology around, you know, like woe is me, the government are powerful, the system's against me, right? You know, and, and I've got no rights and no power because I'm just one person. And so we end up giving all the power and, and you'll see a huge amount of social decay once that thing gets hold. But of course, you know, if, 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 if the motivation here is self-interest and the motivation here is just to roll over, then the motivation here is just obedience. It's just obedience. I can just listen to the still small voice and Jesus says to me, I want you to go fund the soup kitchen in town. You go fund it. Jesus says, you know, start working with youth and, 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 and father a, you know, a bunch of youth that don't have a father or, or fund a politician to get in power in your area because from the top down they can write better policy or feed the widow, feed the orphan, feed the hungry. Like in here, there is so much social decay in our world. There are so many needs that the Lord just wants to whisper to us, what does he want us to do? Now for me, the assignment is to produce content and put on seminars and raise up thousands and thousands of kingdom entrepreneurs to go and do this stuff and be salt and light in their communities and ultimately change culture through volume of us doing, doing things God's way. That's what mine is. But, but you know, we work with people who wanna, they wanna help single mums or domestic violence or you know, youth with no parents or there are a million needs. What the Lord wants is he just wants to be able to whisper to us, this is your assignment, go and get amongst it. And it starts small and it builds up over time. You know, ultimately this is the one that's gonna change culture. You know, if, if you look at every assignment from the Bible, right, for Paul, Paul to, to take the gospel to Rome as an assignment, it ended up bringing down the Roman Empire. 
right? You know, for Moses to get the people out of Egypt, Joshua to take him over to the promised land. They were always culture changing, right? Esther, who was, there, there, was a, there was a mass genocide coming and she made supplication. She changed culture when the king said, yes, I'll reverse, you know, the edict. You've got Joseph, he changed culture. The famine was going to kill everybody. He gets a strategy from God. He changes culture. There's an assignment on you too to change culture. And it'll start small and it'll scale up. And that's all you have to worry about. And now we don't have to get caught up on whether we're left or right, whether we're capitalist or socialist. We don't have to choose sides. Because we're in the world, but we're not of the world. And we do not want to make friends with the world system, which is these ones. You just pick the thing that he wants you to do and you go and do it. See, it's interesting because, you know, everybody wants the favor of God. But, the, but God will find it hard to put favor here because your own greed will be your own undoing. God will struggle to put favor here because he doesn't want a swollen government that oppress the masses. But he will put favor here. He will, he will look at your business here and go, okay, I can put favor there because here's a person that wants my kingdom first. They want to lay down their life for somebody else, right? They want to look after the widow and the orphan. That's where the favor goes. And ultimately, if you look at glory as a concept, God doesn't get a lot of glory here. God doesn't get a lot of glory here, but he gets a whole lot of glory here. And because we need the favor of God on our prophet to be able to do this, we end up with none of the glory and God ends up with all of it. And like he says in scripture, he's jealous and he doesn't want to share his glory with anyone. So what do you do with all of this information? It's pretty simple. Do not get caught up in the battles of left or right. Do not sit on social media and argue your position with somebody that doesn't get it. Just get quiet. Listen to the still small voice. Say to him, what do you want me to do? And that's, this doesn't matter whether your business is doing $100 million in revenue or $3 this year, because it'll start according to where you are today. But if we're prepared to you know, lean our ear into Jesus and say, what, it's the assignment for me. He's gonna show you something that stretches you, but also encourages you and it'll be exciting for you. But with where you're at right now, he will show you something that you can get started with. Whether it be a little bit of money into something, whether it be some time, whether just getting around a different group of people, helping, serving, it might start really small, but it'll scale up over time as he brings the favor. As a result of this episode, what I want you to do is take time to listen and ask God, hey, God, you know me, you know my world, you know my business, you know what's going on. What's the assignment that you want me to step into? Hey, thanks for watching. Uh, we put these out every single week. I love doing them. But one of the questions I ask at the end of all of these is, what's the thing that jumped out to you? You know, out of this whole model, what's the thing that really jumped out to you on the inside? I want you to do me a favor and put the answer to that in the comments because that's where I can see the feedback loops and what you guys are saying to me. I'll be back with you next week. Bye for now. <laughs>